Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's Montez McCamish, and you are now watching the Meade County Local. Um, if you've never watched the Meade County Local, what we discuss here is about uh, business, tips, tricks, advancements, ways to get ahead in life, stocks, trades, things like this. You know, if it's about making money or trying to get ahead of something, that's what we're going to be discussing. Today is um, our very first episode. Um... And I thought no better than to have someone that is doing big things in the business. Uh, I know you all don't get to hear a lot from me, um, but uh, on this uh, Me County Local podcast, it'll be just me doing the interviews instead of everyone else. But anyway, uh, with me, I have Brandon Savage. Uh, I'm not going to tell his bio. I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about himself and I'll, I'll tell you after that how we how we got involved and and then we'll break down into some more conversation um so brandon please tell us uh, what's up brother hanging out yeah yeah no doubt i appreciate you uh sitting me down man having a little conversation it's good times yes um so yeah uh, my name is brandon savage i started a dj business in louisville kentucky back in 2017 um, prior to that, I was just, you know, like anybody else, I was in the workforce. Um, I spent about 17 years at a major company who will remain nameless at this time just because I, you know, they're one of those companies that like to flag stuff and, you know, trademarks and stuff like that. But anyway, so um, I was there, I was doing my thing. Um, I was in management, I was responsible for several different departments over time. Um, long story short, man, one night we were at a party and I, I wish I could remember who it was that walked up to me, but we were just hanging out, you know, having a couple drinks, stuff like that. And, um, I can't remember exactly how it all went down, but long story short, I ended up with a laptop in front of me and an aux cord and I was DJing this party using YouTube. I was opening different tabs and pausing the videos and, and transferring and you know just I've always been a I've always been a big music person like music is huge to me I consider myself to be a pretty passionate person and music has always played a big role in that so I've always kind of dabbled in the music thing um, so anyway I'm DJing this party with YouTube whatever it was and somebody I wish to God I can remember who walked up to me and says man bro you should be a DJ and it just clicked. Something just said, listen to what he said. Right. You know, it's kind of crazy that you say such like that in such a manner. Um, a lot of people have been coming to me lately and they say, hey, you know, one says, how do I find my passion? Passion, you know, how, how, do I, how do I do something that I love? I don't like my day job, but I still want to make money. And, um, you know, just really what you just said, listening to what other people's have to say, it seems to be such a big block that we have in our heads that, uh, that uh, kind of stifle us and keep us from being successful. Um, for you, when it comes to listening to other people, uh, constructive criticism, um, and advice, uh, I, I, I kind of want to hear what your de definition of, of construction, constructive criticism is. Well, I mean, that's a good question. Constructive criticism, I feel like, is always going to come from someone who cares about you. 
The reason that I say that is because if they don't care about you, it's not going to be constructive criticism. It's going to be just flat out criticism or hating. Hateful, right? yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. So, you know, constructive criticism is looking at whatever service or task or whatever you do, whatever you perform, and legitimately telling you ways that they think can make it better. Right? Now, now, the person that you that told you, hey, look, you should be a DJ, you knew him or you didn't know yeah, him? Yeah, no, 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 I knew him. Um, it was somebody at the, I want to say it was uh, a girl I grew up with's husband may have been the one that actually came and said Well, that so to how are you able to say, okay, you know what, I'm going to take this uh, comment that he just said seriously? So, yeah, it's, it, it, it's crazy, man, because where I was in my career at the time, I don't want to. I was unhappy. Let's just put it out there like that. I was I was getting burned out. I was working 70, 80 hours a week. My phone rang nonstop. It was just the rat race, right? I'm sure a lot of listeners here can, can relate to that. So when he said that, I was at a place in my life where, you know, not only mentally, but financially, I could mess with something. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know. It just, that kind of goes back to what key, you Key, really about. key, really key. Because, I mean, like, uh, when you start getting the money first, you get the money, then, you, you know yeah, what I mean? You got to be here. But so, like, uh, you deciding, okay, I'm going to put my money into this. Uh, other people might put it into cars, jewelry, uh, so I put it into food. Uh, but you said, okay, I'm going to put mine into DJ equipment. So you didn't know anything about it? So it, did, it, it, it didn't really hit like that. So, you know, first I want to go back to something you said a second ago and kind of give my little, my little input on it. You said people ask you, how do you find your passion? Yes. I would submit that you don't find your passion, your passion finds you. Very well said. So, you know, you you don't always necessarily know what your passion is until it finds you, and then you figure it out. Got to be doing. And that's kind of what this was. You were so, doing, and then it was like, boom, there it was. Yeah, it was, you know, long story short, that, like, that week, I went and got myself a laptop. I, don't even, I didn't even buy a laptop. I take that back. I went that week and I bought a small, you may not know what it is, but it was a, it's a Pioneer DDJ SB2. It's a very small version of a DJ controller with the platters and the faders. It's a two-channel controller. Huh. So I went and bought that SB2 and I bought, I didn't even buy speakers. Um, I don't have them. They're upstairs. They're, I used computer speakers like a little eight inch sub and two little computer monitors. Make do with what you had. I may do what I had. You know, you know, that's let's let's go ahead and break down on that one. Um a lot of people when they get started in a business and I just I just I think this is the most powerful uh, thing that we could speak on. Um just flat doing when they get into business they're all worried about well I don't have this, I, I, I don't have the right and I, I can't get the and you you just put together and you just do and and so when you first started and you're saying you're putting together the computer speakers and you're going on how did it feel like did you and and what kept you going on feeling like maybe this wasn't the best thing to go how to go about it but how did it feel and what kept you uh, progressing to go ahead and investing further into your uh, craft yeah so it it I spent. Months, bro. Like, I spent months in my basement 
or upstairs in my recliner just with the laptop and DJ software and teaching myself how, I mean, I knew a little bit about song structure. How many hours do you think? Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> many, yeah. many, many, yeah. many beers, <laughs> a lot of music. There's still a video floating around somewhere, I'm sure, of me standing in the corner of my basement just just throwing it down, man, after I had kind of taught myself and started to really get into it. and You know what I mean? Because, it, like I said, it, it's the passion. It's not really a school you can go to to go find that. you got to feel it. you got to feel it, exactly. Yeah. So it, it's not, you know, it, the passion is, is the music for me. So then you take other passions that I have being, you know, and I'm, people are going to hear about this. I'm sure we're going to talk a little bit about what's coming next for me during this, but... You know, I'm a huge professional wrestling fan. I know, judge me, it's all good, I don't care. No, I would have never but, known. I mean, like, until I, like, stepped foot into your <laughs> office, I would have <laughs> never, I was like, oh, man, welcome to the wrestler's lair. So <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, with the music and the, you know, with the music and, and, and making these productions, it's just turned into that. But uh, I'm getting ahead of myself, so... At one point, it got to the point where I was like, okay, I think I could, like, do this in front of people. You know what I mean? Oh, break the break the ice then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, one day, I'm sitting in my recliner, and I look over at my wife, and I said, you know what? I think I want to try to start a side hustle. Mind you, I'm still at the other company at this point. And, you know, going out there like that, like, calling myself a DJ and doing these things was, like, so far out of my comfort zone at that point. That Ooh, wait, let's talk on that. Bow, 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 love it. Uh, another, another, another great topic. Um, comfort zone. Uh, a lot of people have this thing, especially in 2021 now. <laughs> uh, cameras in your face, comfort zone. A lot of people are having issues breaking out of their comfort zone how did you break out of yours um well <laughs> a lot the whole speaking in front of people thing got beat out of me many years ago um by a, a man that i respect more than a lot of others um he was my my old boss at pepsi oh there you go yo shameless plug that's where i work so um he was my old boss and he was very much a sink or swim kind of cat, so there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of coddling. If you wanted to do something and you had, you wanted to be a part of, of that team, you you had to you had to perform right. So you know, pretty quick, I learned how to speak in front of people, people older than myself. You know, and I, I kind of lost that my comfort zone that I was speaking of that I had to step out of was more kind of exposing my personality aside from being the manager I was at Pepsi. Oh, oh, like uh, kind of letting people know that you really yeah, are yeah, a yeah. human. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And, um, you know, failure. I was afraid of failure. You know, I put, if I, if I put out here, hey, you've never known me to DJ anything in your life, but here I am wanting to charge you money to come perform at your, you know, event. I wasn't even, it wasn't even really about weddings at that point. It was just about getting out there. So anyway, I legitimate. I literally took, uh, I, 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 I'll just say it. I stole an image off of Google <laughs> for a dance light. You didn't. Well, you really didn't want to let that one out. <laughs> 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 
Um, I took the image off Google and I shared it on Facebook. It was a it was an advertisement for a dance light and the actual controller that I bought. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just I put it out there on Facebook and said he's over here just stealing shit from Google. Yeah, right. <laughs> I put it out there and I said, hey guys, I'm looking to start a side hustle. If you're having a party or an event you need a DJ for, you know, I'd love to do it. I won't charge you anything. I just want to do it for the experience, right? Mm -hmm. Brother, within four hours, I had a message. Um, My homegirl, Roxanne. Roxanne, you ever hear this? I love you, girl. (laughs) She was putting together an event for the American Cancer Society called Purses, Pouts, and Pearls. It's where they take um, breast cancer survivors. They put them all in a room, and they play bingo for designer purses. Cool. Right. So, in my mind, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm, you know, they're wanting me to DJ this event for the American Cancer Society. It was going to be, it was going to be, uh, MC by Kelly K or something from DJ. Oh, X. DJ X yeah. was in there. Yeah, so, so in my looking. mind, I'm like, bro, I might get a job at DJ X office. <laughs> right, right. So, of course, I accepted and, and did it. You know what I mean? It was promotion and blah blah blah. So, but the only problem was at this point, I didn't have a company name. Oh no! I didn't have a company. <laughs> oh so, like, no! There was no, it wasn't. Like, it was <laughs> just going like in the there. first time I put anything out there. Going in there is Brandon Savage then. So, right. <laughs> so, it was like, okay, just like I said a few minutes ago, sink or swim, brother. Right. You know what I mean? So, luckily, I had about a year. So, that was what really lit the fire under me to get experience and get in front of people and start doing my thing. You know, I just I just really love it, though, because, like, the story of, of not having it all together. A lot of people, they'll say, fake it till you make it. I don't agree with that, but I do agree with the sink or swim. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, yeah, I think it's like, hey, look, once you're in that water, you better figure out how to doggy paddle or do something or you're yeah. going down. You got to figure something out, man. Or You know what I mean? And unfortunately, as much as the world wants to say that's not the case anymore and everybody has a chance and this and that, it's not true because you got to learn to sink or swim to survive in this world. No matter what. I feel like it's a trait that's kind of been lost. But anyway. So getting into um, DJing and then transferring over into the weddings, how did you... Uh, correlate because a lot of people say okay i'm gonna do dj we're gonna do dj for music videos or for rappers or for rock stars we're gonna dj their music or do sound or something like this and then you know that's normally you might hear people go into those realms but you went into weddings how did that happen so like i said when when that happened with the purses thing um i started just like grinding man i started just putting putting my feet to the pavement and put you know I got together a business name, um, registered it with the state, um, really just started putting it out there, man. Anywhere and everywhere I could write Savage Sounds Entertainment LLC is what I did. Um, I legit like, like stickers, uh, business cards, flyers, stickers. Um, obviously, you know Craigslist, Facebook. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, Craigslist isn't popping like it used to. No, it's certainly not. Unless you uh, you want some sort of rendezvous in a motel. Right, right. Uh, I'm sorry, I'll, we'll click that out. Uh, but uh, but no, so so you got your exposure out there. You started plugging out there, and then so now you're in your wedding world. You're doing the wedding DJing. 
and you're moving through this, when is it when is it about time where you're saying, Okay, I feel like I got it? When did you start feeling like you were successful first year, second year, third year? When was it when you were like, Oh, you know what? I think I think uh I think I can make a living with this. Let me let go of my uh, my regular job. My my first, my very first wedding, um the couple, their family and all that, they they went above and beyond to tell me how great of a job I did. Um, when I first started doing weddings, I knew that I wanted to approach it a little bit different than what I felt like the norm was. The norm being, you know, your your stereotypical DJ, right? Standing behind the booth and, you know, put your hands in the air, waving like you just don't care type deal. Yeah, yes, yeah. Um, I wanted to take the knowledge and, and again ladies and gentlemen if you haven't seen him in action he does have a youtube channel to where you can actually see a lot of the action what's it what's the channel again savage sounds kentucky yeah Dude, savage sound kentucky's later ladies and gentlemen you make sure you go check that out you're saying so you didn't want to be like the normal yeah i did i didn't want to be that that stereotypical dj for two reasons one it, it's not me like i would look funny trying to do it two you're, to me, a wedding day, like I said, I'm a very passionate person, right? So your your wedding day isn't about the DJ or the entertainment. Your wedding day should be about you. The DJ should be able to create the atmosphere that you, you want without being the center of attention. You follow what I'm saying? So right. Like the, way, the way that I describe it to my couples is we want everything to be as natural as possible. So telling people to, you know, get out on the dance floor in whatever way that you do it isn't the most natural way. People are going to have more fun when they feel like it's natural and it's their decision, even though at the end of the day it really wasn't. It was the atmosphere that was created through the music, through the relations, through the, the interaction. You know what I mean? Does right. Does that make sense? It does. So, you know, I would say probably after about a year in, I started really kind of thinking to myself, like, you know, I, I, I just might be the GOAT. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but I, I'm kidding. I, to this day, I mean, I'm still learning. I mean, I'm, I'm four years in at this point. And you say, you say you're learning. Um, so a lot of people, uh, they have uh, uh, someone that they'll look up to. Me, I listen to Jim Rohn. Um, I listen to a whole bunch of... Uh, Speakers Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, I I listen. Uh, I've got a manager Raymond Lowe, so I listen to a lot of what these people have to say to help influence me inside. Uh, even you, uh, I mean, I'm, you you're honestly taking me underneath your wing and uh, showing me the wedding business inside the videography. So was there anyone that uh, brought you underneath their wing that uh, helped you learn a little bit inside the wedding industry, or were you all by yourself? Honestly, bro, I was by myself. Oh, um, wow. I, I I shouldn't say by my. I mean, there were people that I learned and and built relationships with. They, you know, they know who they are. But it, it wasn't. There wasn't like really anyone that's like, like teaching me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, and not to sound cocky or anything like that, because it's not that at all. No, it's I just, mean it's like if someone roll you the ball, you need to kick it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So it it wasn't like that. It was. The way that I came into this, I kind of already knew what to do, if that makes sense. It does. Because even, 
even before I started DJing weddings, I, you know, I used to tell people all the time, if, if I've been to 50, 50 weddings in my life, I was in 48 of them. You know what I mean? So I knew kind of like the processional stuff and you know what I mean? When they should walk, what's traditional, what's not, yada, yada. Um, from a DJ standpoint, nobody taught me nothing. I did all that on my own. Maybe a couple YouTube videos right. taught me the definitions of like beats, <laughs> bars, and phrases. <laughs> right, know, right, right. The, the guts, the guts, right. and the you breads know, and potatoes that you needed. You know, stuff like that. But I mean, really, man. I why? Just, why do you? Why do you feel that uh, maybe possibly like there aren't as many like okay, so you might go to college and learn how to be a doctor. Um, you might go to. Um, I don't know, um, Marine school, uh, and learn how to swim with the dolphins and stuff, but there's not really anything that teaches you entrepreneurship and there's not really anything that's going to teach you, um, I'd say in your industry, how to be a DJ, a wedding DJ. Why, why do you say that that is? I mean, because, and it brings me to another thing I tell a lot of my couples. Um, so the way that I put it to people is I put, I very much put the, the carriage before the horse in this situation. So when you talk about wedding DJs, bartender, you know, your event staff or your hospitality industry as a whole, right? It's not something that people strive to do with their lives. You know what I mean? Not that there's anything wrong with doing that. Oh, like a you career know? to pursue. Exactly, right. So unless you're looking to get into like restaurant ownership, management, stuff like that. But it's very lucrative. It is. It can be. Yes. Very much so. So, you know, I did the career thing. And then to get back to that, that last question I never answered about when I decided to leave. Well, you just said like two years, right? Yeah, so about the first year, for a little over the first year, I did the Pepsi thing during the week, and I did the wedding thing on the weekends. Um, to be all the way. Uh, you hear, you hear that, ladies and gentlemen. He was working two jobs. Yeah. At one time, so a lot of people, you know, yeah, you're gonna have to do them both. Like, anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it's yeah, man, it, and it's I didn't need to. Like, it wasn't like we needed that for our survival as a family or whatever. But it's just, it, I was passionate about it, bro, once I got out there and started doing it. And then when my name got out there, before you know it, I'm booking weddings like a year and a half, two years out. Like, people are contacting me for, you know, this is in 2019, and I've got people, it wasn't even 19 yet, it was 18, and I've got people contacting me to DJ their wedding in 2021. And I was just blown away. So, a lot of things happened in order to bring me to the decision to leave a 17-year career for this. Um, one, we found out my wife was pregnant. My wife was pregnant with our third child. Um, baby boy, he's a little terrorist. If you follow me on Facebook, you've seen pictures. He is not. Do you want to tell the ladies and gentlemen where they can find you on Facebook? Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, Brandon Savage. Um I guess Facebook.com. You just search Brandon Savage. Uh, my profile picture is a picture of my goofy son. Um, black shirt. Or you can find me at DJ Savage Sounds on Facebook. My, my Facebook business page is Savage Sounds Entertainment. Um, you can find me there. I think I'm 20, I'm almost 26,000. Or not 1,000, I'm sorry. 2,600 followers. Um, it's got a little thing going. But yeah, hit me up on there. I'd love to help you all out. 
shameless plug. I'm sorry. It's all right. Um. So yeah, um, my my wife had my third child on the way. Um, my first two kids at that point hadn't really known their real dad. You know what I mean? Because yeah. of the life I was in with the Pepsi thing, took up a lot of time, dedication. Not that I didn't love it because I did for many years, or I wouldn't have been there as long as I was. But that coupled with some changes in the company, um, I literally was sitting in my office one day and me and a buddy sitting there talking, somebody walked in and said something that I really didn't like. It bothered me to the core. I'm not gonna say what all that was, but something was said that bothered me to the core and I looked at my buddy, I said, you know what, I don't need to do this anymore. I said, I'm booking two years, weddings two years out. I made more last weekend DJing than I I do in two weeks here for sure. And that was it. I gave them my notice and there you go. I jumped off the ledge. Um, Scariest thing I've ever done. So let's get back to uh, why you didn't get any help in the wedding industry. Why you don't feel like there might be any help for anyone to learn within the wedding industry. Um, So really, I don't know that there's much out there yet. Shameless plug. Um, to really, to really look at for that. Um, yeah, know, yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Let's just go ahead and jump right into that. What? What? You say yet? What do you mean yet? So, you know, we we kind of talked about it a little bit. Long story short, I am running up on twenty years. I've been in the people management business, whether. It was managing people in a corporation to complete a task, or it's managing people at a wedding or an event to get them to do what I want them to do without me telling them to do it. Um, I know that sounds like really cocky and manipulative, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean it to be that way. It's to accomplish a task, right? So um, that being said, I am working on actually releasing a podcast called the Louisville Wedding Podcast. This podcast is going to serve several different purposes. Um, first and foremost, it's going to bring information to engaged couples to help them create their perfect day. Based on the conversations that they hear, they can draw their own conclusion of what fits them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, two, this is going to be a way to sit down with local vendors and give other whether you be young, old, whatever, other potential entrepreneurs who are offering a budget-friendly platform for these couples to, to book their services, a platform to speak and learn and listen and... Just all informational hub. Informa- like. it's, it's an informational everything. And well, it's so long- where's the podcast going to be held then? Uh, podcast, well, I mean, podcast itself will, currently will be recorded in my home, in my office, as you called it. Um, it's already live. I, I recorded a trailer for it um, a couple days ago. Where can we find there. it? You can find it on everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm. Um, it's still being distributed through your other ones, but all of your main sources for podcasts now. You know, you know, I want to, I want to jump into a whole nother, and I'm sorry we're jumbling you around here, um, but uh, I've not heard of much of this kind of uh, podcast with weddings. I've seen it uh, visually and stuff. What, what made you decide to go that route? It just happened, bro. Um, I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know how to put it. 
Um, like you said, you and me have been talking for several weeks. We shot a wedding together, you know, through conversation with you, um, some stuff I was thinking about in the back of my mind on how to get this information out there. How can we help the community? How can we do different things? Um, weddings typically only happen on Saturday and Sunday. Every now and then you'll get a weekday one, but I've got a lot of time during the week now to do something, to do something. Right. So, um, it's always been kind of an interest to me to, to be a trainer, so to speak, and, and get that stuff out there. So, and it, it kind of scratches my management itch too. You know what I, I mean? I can dig like that. I yeah. 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 To be able to sit down and talk to somebody and almost, I don't want to say interview because it's not, it, it's literally going to be a conversation between two wedding vendors. And then, you know, obviously it could get to a point to where there might even be a little money in it here and there. So, you know, I'm excited about it, bro. I really, I really feel like it's the first of its kind. There's, there, like I said, like you said, there, there's a couple other podcasts out there. I'm not taking anything away from that format. You know what I mean? It's all good, but I really feel like my podcast is going to be completely different. Stand alone. It, it, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be about weddings. It's going to be about event management, and we're going to talk about florals and photography and video. You got Do you got any uh, any spills that you might be able to give us? Any any uh, any upcoming things that you might be able to share that's not all the way out there yet? I or? will. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Episode one is going to be recorded um, here tonight as we record this. Um, first guest is none other than Mister I Do himself, Dean Hill. Uh, Dean is a buddy of mine. His name's pretty well known through the through the wedding industry, um, as well as the professional wrestling. You know, I'm a little shameless plug for OVW. Shout out to Al Snow. Um, but other than that, no, I ain't telling you nothing. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed this uh, wonderful rendition uh, with uh, Brandon Savage and uh, Savage Sound Entertainment. Um, man, I, like I said, here on the Meat County Local, we just really want to try to inspire you and bring you to uh, that next level of thinking, whether or not if you're trying to get past the I want us or the, or the I wish us, and so you want to start getting those things done, um, go ahead, tune into the podcast. It'll be me exclusively uh, speaking with uh, our guests, and uh, I think you'll learn. I, I don't think, I'll know that you'll learn a lot out of these podcasts. And, um, yeah, uh, if you want to stay tuned, you can do so. Uh, just check us out on the internet, uh, .news. Um And if you want to get a hold of us on social media sites, it's news, Or just search Local on Google. Brandon, do you have any uh, plugs that you'd like to give before we hop off? I would love to. Uh, I know we talked about it a couple times here through the through the duration, but definitely check us out at Savage Sounds Entertainment, at DJ Savage Sounds on Facebook. Um, also, podcast-related, make sure you join the Louisville Wedding Podcast group on Facebook. Um, it's it's growing group. strong, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Two days day. in? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's growing quick. <laughs> Um, all the announcements you need for that, for the Louisville Wedding Podcast will be made there via Facebook. I do have a Twitter account and an Instagram account up. Instagram is the Louisville Wedding Podcast, all one word. Twitter is the Louisville Wedding W1. I don't know why Twitter gave me that, but that's what it is. 
Um, there's not a whole lot going on there because it's probably a whole nother subject for a whole nother podcast, but I feel like Twitter and Instagram are... No, no, he didn't, ladies and gentlemen. No, he did. We're gonna have to tell him wrong, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Send it in the comment box why you love your Twitter, why you love. <laughs> please, please uh, berate him with your why he needs yeah, to be yeah. on. Send, send your hate emails to the Meade County local. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I appreciate you having me, bro. Uh, it's been awesome, man. It's it's been really good. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Montez McCamish, and you are tuning in to the Mead County Local. Uh, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share, listen, all those things. Peace.